All right, Hawks fans and hoop ball fans, we have a special hoop ball promo. This is big, real big, like Manny Fresh, house real big, car real big, daddy. Anyway, before I start singing and dancing in the booth to a New Orleans classic, this is a huge week for everyone at hoop ball because all of our 2020-2021 NBA season products are finally for sale. These hoop ball products are the best in the business. So listen up. Here's what's out. The draft guide. This is our flagship, our shining beacon like Superman. The most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy sports. Our guys went 400 players deep again this year. A future access pass to the Brewski 150 is also out. If you don't know what the Brewski 150 is... You need to know now. It's the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for the last decade. Decade. And new for this year, Hoopball is unveiling our new monthly membership plans. I'll try to keep this part short as much as I can. We have the fantasy pass, which includes the draft guide, the Brewski 150, and also the new DFS pass and all of our in-season premium tools. The DFS Pass is also available on its own, if that's your thing. We have the new wager pass for our sports bettors out there who want picks and analysis. And we have the HoopBall 360. The sucker has all of the stuff above, plus even earlier access to the Brewski 150. So head to hoop-ball.com or follow at HoopBallFantasy on Twitter now. Right now. Like, go on Twitter right after you hear this to learn more and get yours today. If you want to succeed in sports betting and your fantasy basketball leagues this year, this is a no-brainer. Again, go to Twitter right now at HoopBallFantasy or go to Hoop-Ball.com and get right today. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds one. Trey Slaughter. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, here on Saturday, December 5th, for the 20th episode of this program, which is a huge blessing. And I want to take this time to shout out each and every single one of you who tune in, subscribe, share, and support week in and week out. I truly appreciate you more than words can say. And we have a great episode for you guys on tap. As we are getting closer and closer to actual Atlanta Hawks basketball being played as media week and training camp begun for the Hawks this past week, 
and we will go over some of the biggest quotes from the past week as the Hawks were made available to the media. Also, with the first half of the NBA schedule released, we will talk through some of the big games that the Hawks have on our schedule and why it isn't necessarily a bad thing that the Hawks only have four national televised games in the early part of this season. One thing that is for certain, unlike past years, is that there's a lot of optimism coming into training camp for the Atlanta Hawks. But to mirror that from the critics, there's a lot of skepticism as well. And a lot of questions to be answered for the Hawks. Like who starts? Who closes games? How many minutes are each player going to get? Who's going to play alongside who? Do we go all out this year in free agency to miss out on a deeper free agency class next year? With the Wizards getting Russell Westbrook, are the Wizards better now? What will happen with John Collins this season? Will they extend him? Will he move on? Are we going to trade him? Are the moves that we made this offseason going to stunt the growth and development of our young core? Are Bogdanovich and Gallinari's contracts worth it for this Hawks team? Will the Hawks improve defensively? And so forth. We don't know the answer to any of these questions until the regular season begins and things play out throughout the year. But there is no question that the players and the coaching staff are excited about the future for this Atlanta Hawks franchise. Everyone is excited to have the new additions on this team, the young, talented core that we have in place, and they cannot wait to get back to work as they all have two things on their mind for this upcoming season, winning and the postseason. The Hawks will begin training camp without Chris Dunn, Tony Snell, and rookie Onyeka Okongwu due to various injuries. Chris Dunn with the right knee, Okongwu with inflammation in his left foot, and Tony Snell with inflammation in his right foot. They will all be reevaluated on December 11th as Tony Snell and Okongwu are going through shooting and conditioning as they're easing back into activity. And Chris Dunn is doing modified individual workouts and working on his three-point shooting, which is music to my ears. And I cannot wait for him to be healthy as he will certainly bring an edge and energy about him on the defensive end of the court. But for the rest of the team, they are full go with no positive COVID test to this point, knock on wood. As workouts begin for the Hawks, players spoke to the media about their desires and expectations for this upcoming season. Media week started in the NBA this past week as workouts and training camp begun for teams across the league. And training camp has officially already begun for the Atlanta Hawks as they've already completed their rounds of COVID testing leading up to their first practice yesterday ahead of schedule of a lot of teams around the league. With a lot of new faces on this roster and questions and lineups to sort out, before their first preseason game for the Hawks on December 11th versus the Magic here in Atlanta. I am not surprised in the least that they wanted to get to work as early as they possibly could, which should excite Hawks fans. Something that also makes me even more excited is that even with the offensive firepower that this team added this offseason, according to Coach Lloyd Pierce and Cam Reddish on Friday, they said that they had an emphasis on defense in their first practice, which is an area that needs to certainly improve if they're going to win more games this year and make the playoffs. We will not go over every quote from this past week, but we will talk about some of the most interesting takes and quotes from various people in the Hawks organization. And I want to take this time to shout out E-Dub from the Hawks beat, Brad Rowland from Locked on Hawks, 
Sarah Spencer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and Chris Kirshner from The Athletic as they were all present to take all the quotes from this past week from the Hawks organization. First up is our fearless leader and head coach, Lloyd Pierce. With the added depth on this team, it will certainly make for a very competitive training camp, which should ultimately elevate the level of play from these guys on the court once the regular season begins. Coach Lloyd Pierce said, I think all of our guys want to play. We're going to have an environment that speaks to that. When you add depth, everyone has to take a sacrificial part in that. All great teams have to work through this. Whether it's the big three in Miami and Boston, having to adjust to play with other stars, learn their games, their tendencies on the court, find out you know, their own respective niche and role for that team and build continuity in at least in winning basketball if all parties can come together. Or it's Tom Brady back in his New England days taking a pay cut so that the Patriots could add quality players on both sides of the ball and that led to multiple championships under coach Bill Belichick. Sacrifice is always required in a team sport when you're trying to strive towards a common goal for the greater good, whether it's playing time, positional changes, etc. And if handled properly by all parties involved, it can lead to team success. This is what Pierce and the Hawks are certainly hoping for this upcoming season, as well as myself. Everyone expects his team to be more competitive this year, no matter who is on the floor, but they still must sort out this roster, lineups, minutes, and so forth, and make this puzzle fit. Coach Lloyd Pierce loves the additions that were made this offseason, and people will have to compete for playing time this year with the added depth to his Hawks roster. Just like the Hawks are having people earn these letters with the MLK City Edition jerseys and committing to give back to their respective communities, players will have to earn playing time through competition and training camp, the preseason, and as well as the early part of the regular season, which should ultimately bring the best out of everyone and hopefully leads to this coaching staff identifying their starting lineup for games, as I feel they will change matchup to matchup, as well as situational lineups throughout the season and hopefully the playoffs. And as you can imagine, start at beginning to practice. Coach Lloyd Pierce doesn't know who will start, who will close games. He doesn't know if Gallo and JC, as far as playing alongside each other, who will be the four, who will be a five. They just don't know yet until they see things play out on the court, which is something that will certainly have to be worked out as Gallo isn't known for his defensive prowess and JC's size puts him as a tweener, but he's certainly athletic enough to play both positions. But it's something that we're going to have to observe through the preseason with sound bites from training camp and practices and so forth in early part of the regular season. As we will monitor how John Collins fits with Danilo Gallinari and vice versa, we will also monitor John Collins's contract extension talks leading up to the deadline on December 21st. After the moves made this offseason with the money spent in free agency, in particular the money owed to Danilo Gallinari the next few years, and the drafting of Oyeka Okongwu, many people around the league and fans are wondering what will happen to JC this year. Will he be extended by the Hawks? I talked about the possibility on the show of him being traded and moving on from the Hawks and so forth because it's a possibility and it's my responsibility to talk about it. 
And those murmurs are growing louder and louder by the day as I expected they would. But as I said many times on the program, I would love for the Hawks to keep John Collins, start him in front of Gallinari and have Gallinari come off the bench. But those murmurs have crept into the psyche of John Collins slightly as he mentioned it in media week this past week when he was asked about his pending extension and how it's weighing a little heavy on him. He said, every time I come into the gym, it's definitely the first thing on my mind. But he added he's optimistic and his agents are working with the Hawks on negotiations, which is very encouraging. And I hope that he can get an extension before December 22nd, which is the tip off of the NBA season. And with the exceptional talent that John Collins is and the times that we are in in the NBA and the value of stretch fours in today's game, he is certainly one of the most underrated stretch fours in the league. And what he does is the reason why teams are keeping an eye out on him. But as I said before, I certainly hope that we can tell them to keep their eyes on their own. And we here in Atlanta extend him before the season starts to give him peace of mind and for the Hawks to have peace of mind for the future and truly work this thing out with him and Gallinari. As I said before on this program, I expect a huge year from John Collins to prove his worth to this Hawks franchise, whether the deal is done or not, and prove to the rest of the league that he is for real. His numbers are real, and that we're going to get the best out of him this upcoming season. Next, we'll move on to one of the steadiest hands out of our rookies last year, DeAndre Hunter, who is back and ready for year two. He was asked about what he worked on this offseason and said, I focus more on defense than anything else. Because that is what the team needs from me. In particular, disrupting passing lanes. He also commented on a question from Sarah Spencer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about how he felt about the deep roster that the Hawks had for this upcoming season and competing for playing time this year. He said, quote, that's how you get better, by competing with guys that have experience. That is how it's done. Just being able to compete with them, being able to learn from them, as far as playing time goes, that will work itself out. You can't worry about that. You've got to come in, do what you're supposed to do, and it's in the coach's hands after that. And I expected nothing less from DeAndre Hunter as he's an exceptional young man, very mature with this answer and just his demeanor as a whole. And even how he plays on the basketball court is a very mature style of playing for a guy of his age. It shows that he's focusing on his job doing that to the best of his ability and letting everything else play out around him. I'm excited for him as I really, really like his game. He isn't the flashiest basketball player, but he does everything to help your team win basketball games. I'm interested to see the growth in his game on both ends of the court, especially his three-point shooting and his defense as he is touted as a prototypical 3 and D player in today's game. And this will certainly help out this Hawks team improve in those two areas that were very poor last year, three-point shooting and on the defensive end. Next is Clint Capella, who is yet to play a game in a Hawks jersey, but I am glad to report he is healthy and still healthy after a long offseason and mini camp that the Hawks had earlier this offseason. Capella says he's feeling good and he is ready to go after a heel injury prevented him from playing last year after being traded from Houston. 
He will certainly be a fixture at the five this year for the Hawks, giving them rim protection, another rim runner for Trey Young and Bogdanovich. And I think that he will be crucial in improving this defense this upcoming season, as well as challenging our other young front court players like Collins, Fernando, and Rookie Okongwu when he is healthy. I'm excited to see how Kun Capella will fit on his team and the boost that he will give. I know you're ready for me to talk about him. I know he's ready to get back on that court and play. He has a lot to prove, something to prove like a little baby. Trey Young, Ice Trey the Gang, is looking to have a monster year this year. And I expect for him to have a monster year this year. He's had a lot of time to watch the bubble, watch film, work on his game, think, and wait for the opportunity to be back on the court playing meaningful basketball. He was fueled by many things this offseason as he tweeted about it. And I know internally there's some things that are going to keep him going and keep him focused for this upcoming season as they've had a long nine-month hiatus from basketball. A guy such as Ice Trey with the skill, work ethic, and hunger to succeed, and then the Hawks organization gives him more toys to play with this year? Sheesh! Mm. When asked about his motivation for this upcoming season, Trey Young said, and I quote, just having that narrative that I can't win. My track record in basketball, I've won my whole life. For me, referring to Trey Young, it's about changing that narrative that I can't win. And he loves that everybody is talking about Atlanta basketball in a positive way and wants to keep it that way by winning basketball games this year and making the playoffs. The most interesting quote is about how he's excited to pick Rajon Rondo's brain and trying to learn as much as he can from him as he did from Vince Carter last year. He is excited about that, and I am certainly excited about that as well. And I will address that a little later in the program. Cam Reddish is another player I'm extremely excited to see this upcoming season for the Hawks. Reports say that Cam Reddish looks physically stronger and even a little taller than his listed 6'8 from last year, which is where I insert the eyes emoji. Mm. Although we don't know the angle in which the photos were taken, he looked and practiced to be almost the same height as John Collins. But I will wait until the preseason to try to size him up in that regard. But it's not a secret. He's putting in a lot of work this offseason. And I've mentioned on this program that John Morant, who's worked out with him this past offseason, expects big things from Cam Reddish this year. But another player who Cam Reddish worked out with this past offseason was also impressed with him and expects big things from him as well. And this player happens to be a three-time NBA champion and two-time MVP in his league in Steph Curry. According to Chris Kirshner of The Athletic, he reported that Curry had some strong compliments for Cam Reddish's game, saying he's got all the tools it takes to become an all-star in this league. That's a big praise from Steph Curry. And I know that when he got drafted, his potential was limitless. The ceiling is the roof, in the words of uh, Michael Jordan. And he had a rough rookie year to start off, but he finished very, very strong to end the season before the stoppage of play last year. And I agree with the statement from Steph Curry. And I think he could be a dark horse for most improved player this year. And I will state my case for that in a later episode. But it certainly helps that he is in year two in his system. He says, quote, everything feels more comfortable. My teammates, the playbook, 
the three-point line. In general, I feel more comfortable about the game of basketball entering my second year. Typically, that happens to players who, as they gain more experience in their relative sport, the game slows down, they have more control on their game and their movements, and it leads to more growth in the game, coincidentally. It's also a good thing that he has to compete this year for playing time, which he said, and I quote, I ain't really never been scared of no competition. Dot, dot, dot. I'm looking forward to it. And he will get plenty of it in practice, which will hopefully pay dividends once he steps onto the floor in the regular season. As I said before, I am very high on Cam Reddish this year. And everybody knows about how he finished last year. And then he went this offseason at his strength. And he's gaining more confidence about his game. And he already showed last year explosiveness, defensive prowess, and a shooting ability from a player taller than 6'8". That's a scary combination in this league, especially if he can improve his ball handling and playmaking for others. Watch out, NBA. Watch out for Cam Reddish. I'm excited for him. I have no doubt he will get his definitive minutes on his team. As things shake out the next month and a half, that will give us the answer as to how many minutes exactly will Cam Reddish get. I do not think he will get the 28 minutes per game that he got last year, but if he's anywhere close to 28 minutes per game this year, it probably means that he is balling, balling in all caps. On top of getting his, he's excited to have vets on the roster to learn from, and he knows that everyone must come together in order to win games this year. We'll talk about some of those newcomers on this Hawks roster, but first a quick plug for my bookie. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%. Just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back to talk about the newcomers on this Hawks roster. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the Danilo Gallinari signing did raise some questions about John Collins' future with this team and how they can play alongside each other. But there is no question that Danilo is a great offensive talent and he will certainly help this team. But the question going into training camp is, will he be in the starting lineup? Will he play the three? 
or will he come off the bench? Also, what will his minutes look like? As he can be certainly at times a defensive liability on the court and with certain lineups around him, it could spell disaster at times for the Hawks defensively. They certainly have to work through that. But as far as where he will be slotted, that answer was pretty much answered. Despite the money that he is owed, which is certainly starter money in the league, at three years, $61.5 million, which is the largest multi-year contract deal for a player 30 years or older who has not been an all-star. However, Danilo Gallinari did confirm with the media this past week that Travis Schling told him that he will be a backup and Gallinari is fine with that role as he is looking to do whatever it takes to help this team win. And he says that he is excited by the young talent on his roster and he believes in their abilities. And quote, if I didn't believe in these young guys that we got here in Atlanta, I wouldn't have picked Atlanta. But I really believe in this group that we got in my focus, as it's always been since I started playing basketball, is winning. He wants to help this team make the postseason and quote unquote do some damage. And I certainly hope we do some damage, man. I, I love the energy that Gallinari is coming into training camp with. To have him coming off the bench, I think it's great. Especially for a team who struggled the last couple years in bench scoring, especially when Trey Young is no longer on the court. He would certainly give a boost to the bench scoring along with Rajon Rondo and pick and pop situations, pick and roll situations, and with Gallinari's ability to stretch the floor as he has been a 40.5% shooter from three the last few years. He has had injury problems in his career as well, and he's certainly not getting younger. That's why I think coming off the bench and having a definitive number of minutes will ensure that he will be fresher longer for this Hawks roster and could be even more efficient for this Hawks team, especially playing alongside of Trey Young and Rondo, depending on obviously when he does come on the court and who's on the court with him. How he fits with Collins, as I said many times on this program already today, will be a mystery. Now, it will certainly work itself out over the next couple of months. Collins said, quote, I feel like the biggest thing that we can do is maximize it. If anything, is understanding each other's game when we do get on the court, Collins said. He also added, I feel like, as we all know, Gallo's an extremely skilled guy, very tall, with the ability to shoot, and I feel like he's just a smart player. And I feel like our chemistries will work well together. And I love that both players are open to working together to make this work. As John Collins added, Hey, great ball handler, great roller out of the pick and roll. And John Collins said, I'm a roller as well. And it creates a lot of dynamics on the court, having a guy like Trey or Rondo being able to create and set up for both myself, referring to Collins and Gallinari. I feel like it's going to be dangerous and I'm excited to work with him. And he's a great leader as well. Gallinari added, I can definitely help John Collins out a lot. He said, I think he's incredibly talented offensively and defensively. He's an amazing athlete too. So if you combine those things and be efficient on the court, only the sky's the limit. So I'm definitely looking forward to playing with John Collins and helping John Collins out. 
And I love that they're talking about this early before getting into training camp. So they're seeing eye to eye. They're, they're basically putting out the same message. And hopefully that translates onto the court. They make each other better in practice. And once they get on the court in preseason and regular season games, that could be a very, very scary one-two punch in your front court with both guys being able to stretch the floor, get to the rim, finish. Both can shoot free throws. Uh, obviously, JC's athleticism speaks for itself with his ability to rim protect. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Another player that we're very interested to see how it plays out is obviously getting through free agency Bogdan Bogdanovich. Everyone was surprised and excited when the Hawks landed Bogdanovich after the Bucks botched the sign-and-trade attempt for the 6-6. Two-guard, now he comes to Atlanta and called this franchise, quote, the perfect situation for me. Seeing that the Hawks were, quote, all in on winning is what lured him to Atlanta along with the assortment of young talent and vets that are on his roster. Bogies also said that seeing Sacramento make no moves this offseason made it easier for him to want to leave Sacramento. But another influencing factor for him coming to Atlanta was former Hawks center from 2013 through 2015, Pero a former teammate of Bogdanovich in Turkey, was another influence, as I alluded to, on him signing here as Pero told him, that he was mad that he left the city of Atlanta and was excited to hear that Bogdan will be a Hawk. You got to love influential endorsements and word of mouth advertisement, guys. <laughs> However, one thing he continues to reiterate, referring to Bogdanovich, is that he's here to help this team win. And it's time to win here in Atlanta. He certainly believes in what they have here and wants to give his all to these fans and for this team to do whatever it takes to win, which includes shooting, but wants to show people that he's not just a shooter, but a guy who can truly make other players around him better. His goal outside of winning this year is staying healthy, improving as a pull-up shooter, making quicker decisions on the offensive end, and wants to improve on his defense, as reported by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's excited to be paired with Trey Young and thinks that they will work well together and be a very formidable backcourt with both of their abilities to shoot, handle the ball, and create for others. I think they will certainly complement each other offensively, and this will make this team dangerous on the offensive end, but the defense will still need some work, as I alluded to many times in this program. That's where DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Clint Capella, John Collins, Chris Dunn, assistant coach Nate McMillan and Lloyd Pierce come into play as they will be crucial for providing the defensive structure and having these players listed overcompensate for some of the deficiencies in other people's game on the defensive end and have everybody buy in to the defensive scheme and execute more nights than not. If they can do all this, it will improve their chances of making the playoffs and hopefully it will improve their last year 27th defensive rating, as I talked about on the last episode, that if they can improve at least 13 spots, it will go a long way in securing a spot in the playoffs, especially with the teams in the East retooling, including the Wizards, as I am sure Russell Westbrook will be energized to be reunited with Scott Brooks and fuel to show everybody in the league since he's bounced around from team to team 
that he's still that dog. And we're going to need to be some dogs on the defensive end to truly achieve the goals set forth. Solomon Hill, who was interviewed today on Saturday, talked about that everyone has to buy in on the defensive end as defense will help this team play at a championship level, get to the playoffs, and get some success later on. Another piece that they added this offseason, Rajon Rondo, after his two-year stint in L.A., which ended in his second NBA title this past season, he decided to cross the country to the Hollywood of the East here in Atlanta to join this young Hawks roster, which was certainly a surprise to a lot of people. I personally certainly thought he was going to stay in L.A. with the Clippers, but we are fortunate to have one of the smartest NBA players to ever play the game with the track record of elevating the play around him and truly controlling the game with his pace, passing, and rhythm of hitting players in their optimal spots on the floor to help put this team in the best situation to play winning basketball. Former Atlanta Hawks and former high school teammate of Rondo, Josh Smith, has been helping him get familiar with this great city of Atlanta. Trey Young was a big factor in Rondo coming into Atlanta as he really admires Trey Young's game and he sees, quote, a really gifted young man. He can do it all, end quote. He cannot wait to get in the film room, as he said, with Trey Young, saying, I look forward to learning from him what he thinks and how he sees the game. And also me giving him a lot of input on how we can destroy defenses and take Trey Young's game to another level. I will speak even more on this on a later episode, as right now, according to Vegas, Trey Young has the 23rd highest odds to win the MVP next year, which will be certainly dependent on how well the Hawks perform this year. And I think how much he can learn from Rondo in setting up his teammates, as he can already score the best of them in his league, and he already averages nine-plus assists in his league. I think the effect of Rondo could really take his game to the next level and elevate this team around him. If obviously Trey Young is playing at a high level and everybody else is playing at a high level and this team is winning basketball games, it will lend to some postseason accolades for him, Coach Lloyd Pierce, and maybe some others on this team, depending on how well they perform. Everybody on this team is excited to have Rondo on the roster, including Coach Lloyd Pierce, who sees him as another coach on the floor and can, quote, have Coach Lloyd Pierce sit down a lot more during games as Rondo can be another coach on the floor and help set up the offense, set up defenses, and help truly elevate the play around him. Rondo may have downplayed the competition in the East when quoted talking about it not being as tough as obviously the Western Conference where he's been the last few years, but certainly believes in the young talent that, is here in Atlanta, and that they certainly have a chance to shake things up this year. So a lot of great quotes going into the offseason. Sorry, going into training camp, leading up to preseason, and the tip-off of the regular season. And we'll talk about the date in which the Hawks will play their first game, some of the big matchups coming up this early part of the season for the Hawks. But first, a quick plug for ExpressVPN. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You probably heard of a couple of them, and some of you may have even used a VPN before. Just like I do my research for all my shows to provide my listeners with the best Atlanta Hawks podcast out there, I like to do my research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. 
And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs out there make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your information. Second is speed. Like Deion Sanders said, speed kills. But in this case, it does not kill your internet speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for the last few months and my internet speeds are still blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app, click one button to connect, and it's easy like T.I. song, Be Easy, and Trap Music. Whew, great album, underrated Atlanta classic. Anyway, it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and many other tech experts rate ExpressVPN as the number one VPN in the world, of the world, Craig. So, protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash hoopball today, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Three months? Good Lord. Again, that is expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Visit expressvpn.com slash Hoopball to learn more. All right, we are back to talk about the Hawks' schedule for this first half of the regular season. As the NBA released the first half of the schedule for the entire league this past week, and as well as the TV games, which has been a very hot topic of discussion amongst Hawks fans, and rightfully so. The Hawks only have four national televised games in the first half of this regular season, which personally, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine with the Hawks having a lot to work on as far as rotations, minutes, lineups, and so forth, as well as the added internal pressure to win from everyone, upper management, the coaching staff, and the players themselves, and with great expectations for this upcoming season. The Hawks feel slighted about this, but you know what? Coach Pierce commented saying, quote, we don't have a lot of TV games. There isn't a whole lot of respect, and no one cares that we want in the bubble. We have to find out our own way to be productive this year from start to finish, end quote. I think fewer national televised games for the Hawks give them a chance to work on things with fewer eyes on them as far as talking about the national um, landscape goes and gives them an opportunity to earn respect this first half of the regular season through winning games, which could lead for them to have more national televised games in the second half of the season. In the words of McMill, I added the respect, but respect and chances are not given. They are taken like interceptions. You got to go out there and take respect from other people. Command it. They may not take the Hawks seriously right now, and they are certainly giving preferential treatment to other young teams with potential 
and star power like the Pelicans with B.I. and Zion Williamson and the Mavericks with Luka Doncic, both having 14 national televised games in the first half of the season. The Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker, the new addition of CP3, and already having DeAndre Ayton, they have nine national televised games. And the Grizzlies, who we'll be very familiar with after the preseason, will have more national televised games than the Hawks. A lot of teams with potential got games on national TV. And we certainly have a case for just as many national televised games as those other teams, as we have a lot of potential, just like those other teams, with the moves that we've made this offseason and the young core that we have in place. But the league has not granted us that respect yet. And that's fine. It's added fuel. It's more motivation for an already hungry and determined Hawks team who were aggressive in the management as far as putting together a playoff roster on paper, aggressive in the offseason as far as players working hard on their game and knowing what they needed to do and improve. And it was aggressive from, you know, the, the first practice, working on defense. As they already know, they have a lot of offensive firepower, but they want to get better on a defensive end because they know that defense helps you win games. And they're looking to command the respect of the league through winning games. Trey Young, John Collins, Cam Reddish, Coach Lloyd Pierce, the addition of assistant coach Nate McMillan, the free agent additions, the money spent this offseason, the draft picks. The league will see and know soon what this Hawks team will be about. The time for the Hawks respect tour this upcoming season will start the day after the official tip-off of the NBA season on December 23rd. The Hawks will start the year on the road against the Chicago Bulls, who I've mentioned should be one of our rivals in the Eastern Conference as far as when you look at the young core and our timelines go. We mentioned this in other programs. I mentioned this on Who Ball Bulls. And I said that this year we have to be better than the Bulls, who were close to the playoffs last year at times, and the Hawks went 0-4 against them last year. The Bulls did add a new head coach in Billy Donovan, but the Hawks added a proven head coach as an assistant in Nate McMillan, who, as I alluded to, as well as a slew of free agent acquisitions. So this will be a really good measuring stick the first game of the season as far as how much have we improved from last year. Can we beat the Bulls, who we should certainly be better than this year? The Hawks' home opener will take place on December 28th against the Detroit Pistons at the State Farm Arena. The Hawks, in early part of the season, now that they have a full deck of cards in Brooklyn, have to play them full strength. Twice in the first five games. That's fine. Both games are on the road in Brooklyn in consecutive games, which will certainly be a great early season test for this Hawks roster going against a probably a playoff team in the East. Other interesting headlines for the first half of the season are, as I mentioned, the Hawks only have four national televised games, none on TNT, three on NBA TV, and only one on ESPN. Their first national televised game will be on December 26th versus the Memphis Grizzlies, which will be playing at the FedEx Forum in Memphis at 5 p.m. Eastern time. We already played them twice in the preseason, so this will be three times in a month span. It'll be a very interesting matchup to see us play against John Moran and the Memphis Grizzlies, who certainly have a good team, and they were close to making the playoffs last year, losing in the playing game to the Portland Trailblazers in the bubble. The next national televised game will be on MLK Day at home in those dope MLK City Edition jerseys and playing on the matching court design versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
in a welcome home game for the Atlanta native and this year's number one pick, Anthony Edwards, on NBA TV at 2.30 Eastern time. The third national televised game will be January 24th at the Milwaukee Bucks at 7.30 p.m. on NBA TV with the addition of Drew Holiday and most importantly, not having Bogdan Bogdanovich, who will be in a Hawks uniform. It will certainly make for an interesting game and another benchmark game as far as how the Hawks will stack up against the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. The lone ESPN game, oh, it's a good one too, will be at Dallas versus Luka Doncic on February 10th. And this will be a game that will certainly be circled by the media and Hawks fans alike as it will once again bring up the draft day trade that occurred between Atlanta and Dallas, where Dallas received Luka Doncic, and we in Atlanta received Trey Young. That will be a 7.30 Eastern game, and I am sure with the elevated rosters on both sides and high expectations for both teams this upcoming season, barring injury and COVID, this should be a fun one. The Mavs also play here in Atlanta, not on national television, local television and radio, on February 3rd at the State Farm Arena. Other key games in the early part of this regular season. Now, this may not be a key game to the average Hawks fan, but after going winless to the Cleveland Cavaliers last year, which is still disgusting in my opinion, our first chance to get right against them will take place at home on January 2nd. So I'm rubbing my hands like Birdman because... We need to put our foot where the sun don't shine as far as with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And we should, I expect it, from this Atlanta Hawks roster. Another division rivalry game will take place early in the season on January 6th as we will get our first look at LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward in Charlotte Hornets jerseys at home. We have an early season matchup against the Philadelphia 76ers led by Doc Rivers and new GM Daryl Morey in that new look roster with obviously... Pieces still in place with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris. We'll see how that team looks early on, but that should be another great measuring stick game for the Hawks. They get a road game against CP3, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Aiden and the Suns on January 13th. On that same West Coast trip, they have a road game against Dame Time and the Portland Trailblazers on January 16th. Play the Clippers at home on January 26th. They will get their first look at the Westbrook and Beal duo on the road January 29th. The defending champion, the Los Angeles Lakers, will come into town on February 1st. They will have a back-to-back, both on the road, versus Boston Celtics on February 17th and the 19th. Another great measuring stick game as the Boston Celtics were definitely a top-four team in the East last year and look to be again this year, even with losing Gordon Hayward. They have a home game against Jamal Murray, Jokic, and the Denver Nuggets on February 21st. They have another back-to-back on the road against the Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat on February 28th and March the 2nd. And they will end the first half of the regular season schedule with another key matchup against another Southeast Division rival in the Orlando Magic on March 3rd. So, I threw a lot of dates at you guys, a lot of games, but... I'm just really excited, as I know you are, that Hawks basketball will be back and we get to actually talk about play on the court. There are definitely some tough matchups, especially when you have to play both L.A. teams. You have to play Brooklyn three times. You got to go against Philly, Boston twice, back to back on the road. Tough matchups, but great measuring sticks as far as where this Hawks roster lines up with the rest of the top of the Eastern Conference and as well as the rest of the NBA. 
as it will be imperative for this team and the staff to come together, figure things out on both ends of the court, and win as many winnable games as they can. Cough, cough. Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, Charlotte Hornets. The list goes on as far as teams in the bottom half of the, of the Eastern Conference. you got to win the winnable games. And if you can do that, get better on both ends of the court, that will help them reach their goal of the playoffs and make it even more obtainable as they keep adding on wins to their record throughout the regular season. I view every Eastern Conference game, in particular, as I said before, the lower half of the Eastern Conference and our division games in the Southeast Division, if you're not aware of that, the Washington Wizards, the Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, those are all must-win games, and you must have a winning record against them to set yourselves up later on the road. And you got to see how you stack up against the top half of the Eastern Conference, as I said many times today. There will be tough games played. Trust me, no doubt about it. They may have some games where COVID affects some people, and they're going to have to play on a skeleton crew, but that's where depth comes in. That's going to really help this team this year and set themselves apart. And hopefully they can win some of those games and not lose games when key players are out like in the last three years. And as I said before, in past programs, they played the top half of the Eastern Conference tough. And that was without a lot of the guys who will take the court for the Hawks this year. So it will certainly be interesting and a fun ride this season. And we have a couple guests coming up on the next couple shows. And we'll talk a little bit more about the schedule in depth and matchups that other people are excited about, including matchups that I'm particularly excited about outside of the ones that I mentioned today. And it'll be great to be a part of this. It'll be great to have you guys on board as we will cover every game, breaking news, rumors, etc. from the Hawks team. So if you love what you heard from us today, give us five stars. Give us a great review. Subscribe, share with fellow Hawks fans and basketball enthusiasts across the globe. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. And follow myself, Brad Jarrett67 on Twitter. That is Brad J A R R E T T 67. And as always, yeah!